0: Hi, you guys. I'm your host, Shahira Jones, and welcome to another episode of Dating With Herpes. Uh, I'm having so much problems with recording this episode, and I don't know why. Um, as you guys may have just um, listened to the last post I did last night, um, I um, deleted an episode that I did yesterday. Um, I was outside enjoying the beautiful beautiful weather, and realized on playback that I was more distracted than I realized. And I didn't like the way it sounded, So, um, because there were points that I was wanting to make, and I feel like I didn't make a clear point of where I was coming from. It didn't come across well, so I decided to delete it and try it again today. Well, because I wanted to do it again, and I didn't want to make the same mistake that I did yesterday, I want to be able to play it back before posting um I'm using my old um app to record and edit and this app is not working on this phone I don't know why it doesn't want to work that's neither here nor there (laughs) but welcome back hopefully I can get this posted today as promised So, and I'm also, I'm I'm pointing out that I'm also happy um, that I am able to manage my schedule a little bit better now. Um, As you guys probably noticed um, a couple episodes ago, I wasn't posting as frequent because there was so much going on um, between work, school, family issues, and all of that. Um, I really didn't find enough time to do the things that I enjoy, but I will pat myself on the back today and I patted myself on the back yesterday (laughs) because not only was I able to manage my time as far as work and assignments and study time and all of that but I was actually able to socialize for the first time in in a while you you know not just going out with my dude but meeting new people and I um actually joined a group on Facebook it's not a, a um it's not a um herpes group but it's a a group of, you know, people who are like-minded, um, meeting up and having a good time together. So I met with total strangers this week, went to a movie, went out to dinner with them. And then yesterday I went to a movie by myself after work and I really had a good time the last two weeks. So I'm glad that I'm now getting into a groove, which is what I hoped Um, And I'm able to do the things that I enjoy, including posting new episodes for you guys, um, as well as socializing and still getting what needs to be done, done. For you guys who are wondering why or what I'm going back to school for, you may have been wondering that. I am actually going back to school for digital film. (laughs) Something so out of my character for what some of you guys, or I'm not even telling a lot of my friends what I'm going to school for, because they may be like, what the hell? Where did this come from? <laughs> but what a lot of people don't know is that I've always had an interest in acting and film and all of that. I mean, ever since I was in kindergarten, I was in plays. Um, Cause I was in a Catholic school. I went to a Catholic school when I lived in New York And um, we did a lot of extracurricular stuff, unlike public school. (laughs) And um, yes, I was in a lot of plays and I got the lead a lot for a lot of plays because not only was I able to act them out, you know, me being a only child, you know, I had a a really good imagination and I entertained myself when when I was a latchkey kid. So I was able to you know, put that on stage at school plays, but I also could sing. And I always had an interest in um, theater and acting, all of that stuff. Now, as I've gotten older, I am a little bit more introverted than when I was a kid. Um, so I don't really like being in the forefront as much, but I still have an interest in being creative in that way. Um, and what really sparked this interest was earlier this year, I had the opportunity to be an extra, um, in an upcoming movie. Yes, I'm in a movie, <laughs> um, that's due out later this year in December to be specific. Um, and that really sparked that. And even though I was an extra, it really sparked that creative side of me again. And so I actually joined, um, a film community in my city. And once I joined the film community, I've started being around people who are also creative, um, sharing ideas, doing table reads, getting information about, you know, the goings on behind the scenes in the industry. And I just really got an interest in it. And so now that I am working for a company that allows me to go to school for free, so what not a better opportunity to learn more, be educated about this industry that I'm interested in to see if this is something that I would like to pursue. I mean, for education, come on, you can't beat that. Right. So that's why I'm going to school for. Hopefully um, I will be successful in it. I will be successful in it. Let's put that out there and um, do some things that I thought I could never imagine myself doing. That's what life is about. Right. So. Putting our best foot forward and see what happens. So yeah, that's what I'm going to school for. So anyway, now that I've said all of that, let's get into why we are all here. Okay, we are here to talking about to talk about dating, and dating with herpes. So last episode, I talked about the emotional state after being diagnosed and provided a short quiz by author Terry Warren um, to determine if. We suffer from depression or if we're just going through the motions, as she states. Um, now, on the last episode, I, I basically said that, you know, her saying that we just go through the motions after being diagnosed and that we um, will return back to a normal um, functioning state of mind within 30, uh, three to six months. I thought that was just... I just didn't agree. I felt like she was downplaying what we as people who have been afflicted with this virus and have to go through, you know, dealing with having this virus. I feel like she was just downplaying it and she was generalizing what we go through. I also felt that her quiz generalized. um, It was too, it was too general, not generalized, but it was really just too general, um, to determine whether a person suffers from depression or, um, if they're just going through the motions as she tried to, um, portray. Now, is there any clinical, um, research behind the quiz that she put in the book? I don't know, but in my opinion, I felt like she didn't put enough importance on trying to determine whether or not, and I don't know how you could put that in a book to determine whether or not you are actually depressed or not, but I just, I wasn't happy or satisfied with that chapter of the book. Now the book in general, I like, I feel that it is a great resource for people who are newly diagnosed or even people who suffer with the virus for years and still struggle with being diagnosed. I think it's a great resource. I think it's a good read. I think she gave some really good, um, advice and provided great resources within the book, um, to help aid people who are suffering from the virus. Um, but yeah, that's just my opinion. I wanted to know what you guys thought about her generalization of, um, saying that people are not depressed. They're just going through the motions. And I do understand that not everybody who um, gets this virus, they're not necessarily going to be depressed. I do know that. But I feel that there are more that are depressed than not. Because it is a life-changing situation that we go through. It's not like you have the flu. Or it's not like you get the chicken pox, even though it's the same It it is the same type of virus, but it's not like you just get the chicken pots and you suffer from it for however long and then you no longer have any um, symptoms of it. Some people, that, that is the case, but for me and a lot of other people, that is not the case. We are constantly reminded of having this virus unless we take some form of medication. So I just think it was just too, she downplayed it too much. But I want to hear what you guys think. Um, Also, if you've picked up this book, if you've read this book, The Good News About the Bad News by Terry Warren, I want to hear what you thought about the book. What what are your opinions on the book? So hit me up at YahiraJonesHope at gmail.com and let me know what you think. All right. All right, so on this episode of Dating With Herpes, I wanna talk about intuition, all right? <laughs> now, do you trust your intuition? Or should I say, should you always trust your intuition? And you may be thinking, your hire what does intuition have anything to do with dating or herpes? Well, I'm glad you asked, and I'm gonna tell you, so let's get started. Now, before I begin, I must say this. This is a disclaimer, okay? I am a Christian. And at the core of my existence, my foundation is grounded on biblical teachings. And today (laughs) is no less. Like, I just got my socks knocked off at church today. But I must say this. I am not a perfect Christian. Never have, never will be. There are things that I say and things that I do that aren't always Christian-like, you know? Y'all know it. I talk about having premarital sex with my guy or, or previous, you know, partners. Um, I drink when I go out. And on occasions, you may hear a few curse words coming out my mouth. But that doesn't make me any less of a Christian right? I, I don't ever claim to be perfect. And there is not going to be a perfect Christian in today's world on the world past or present. No one's perfect. You know, the Bible says, judge, lest she be ju- judge, not lest she be judged. That's what the Bible says. So to anyone who is listening, I don't want to offend. Um, I don't want to, um, have you feeling like, well, she says she a Christian, but then she's talking about this. Yes, I'm talking about it because this is life. We live in a real world. And I know that God is very real and Jesus lived in a real world too, but I I can only be who I am. You know what I'm saying? And I'm I'm going off of real experiences and things that I really do. I'm not going to sugarcoat anything that I do. And I'm not gonna pretend to be something that I'm not. I'm coming to y'all with the real, real, okay? And it's not. I'm, I'm saying this not to lose any listeners, but I'm saying this so that you can understand where I'm coming from. And I hope that you hear what I have to say and be open to what I have to say. I don't say these things to change your mind, to change your perspective, to make you to believe in anything that I believe in. These are just my opinions and these are my experiences. And it's just my hope that when you hear these things, you might find something similar in yourself and say, you know what, I'm not that far off. Here's somebody else who thinks similar to me. And it's okay. It's okay to be our individual selves, right? All right, so I'm saying all this to say this. (laughs) From time to time, I checked the horoscope or two. And what made me started checking horoscopes um, was because I read um, the description of of a zodiac sign for my sign, which is Pisces. And when I read that zodiac sign, I tell you no lie, it had me down to a T. I mean, to a T. Like, instead of the Pisces sign, I felt like my picture should have been there instead of the two fish. I should be the picture or symbol for the Pisces. <laughs> like, real talk. Um, so once I read the Zodiac sign, it made me more interested in what horoscopes had to say because I feel like they coincide with, with each other, right? Now, just because I read a, a, a horoscope and feel like my characteristics of the Zodiac are... are relatable like i could see characteristics in those in myself doesn't mean that i don't believe who god is or what he's done for me i know who i put i put my trust in i'm not trying to convert anybody when i say this but i know who i put my trust in i put my trust in god and i know who jesus is to me i don't put my trust in a in a horoscope what i use horoscopes for I feel that, and I've talked about energies in previous episodes. I think it was the episode I talked about, um, what was the name of that episode? I don't know what the name of it was, but it was the episode that I was talking about laws of attraction. And I I feel that everything is connected in a way, you know, we don't know the mind of God. We can never comprehend who or what or why God does things. I believe that he uses everything, including energies, principles of law of attraction, including signs, some of the things of a horoscope. I believe he uses everything to guide us through this journey that we call life. So I'm open to seeing what something has to say. I don't have to believe it. And nine times of 10, I don't believe it. What I use a horoscope for it is to see what the energies are around me, not necessarily what I have to do, but what is surrounding me, what is in the atmosphere that I may need to pay attention to, you know? That's what I use horoscopes for, okay? So having said all of that, (laughs) recently I checked the horoscope, and I never really do it religiously, I just do it from time to time, just to see, like I said, to check what the energy is like, you know? And on this one occasion that I read my horoscope, it was actually a little earlier this week. It said something about trusting my intuition. And when I read that, it actually made me pause for a second. It made me kind of think a little bit because I know that I don't always trust my intuition. I have a tendency of second-guessing my intuition a lot. I second-guessed it a lot because sometimes I feel that I overanalyze and I am more analytical than being intuitive. right? And when that happens, it just mixes everything up. You really don't know what to believe as far as intuition or if you're just judging stuff. You know what I'm saying? So... When I saw that in my horoscope, it made me pause and it made me pay attention to how I was processing things. And, um, yeah, it it just made me pay attention to how I was processing things. Now, normally when when people check a horoscope, and like I just said, I want to check my surroundings. is one of the reasons the energies that are surrounding me. It makes you kind of look at things and pay attention to what's going on. So the only thing that was really going on with me as far as me trusting my intuition or what I thought the only thing was, um, was a situation going on between me and my guy. Are you there? Are you listening? Come here, I got a secret to share with you. It's a private group on Facebook called DWH. (laughs) Hey, you guys, it's your girl, Yahaira Jones. Yes, I've created a private Facebook group called DWH, which stands for Dating With Herpes. So how do you get to this group? Well, you have to go to facebook.com forward slash Yahaira.jones.1. Again, that is facebook.com forward slash Y-A-H-I-R-A dot J-O-N-E-S dot the number one. That's the first step. Once you're there, I need you to send me an inbox message stating that you would like to join the Dating with Herpes private group. Once you've sent me that message, I will send you an invitation so that you can join the link. Now, this is a brand new page, so there's not a lot of content on the Yahira Jones profile page, but I do have content on the group page. So again, go to my Facebook page, yahaira.jones.one. Send me an inbox message saying that you would like to join the group, and then I will send you an invitation. That's the only way to join at this time, but I want this to be a place where all of my listeners can come, share their stories with other listeners, and just be a community with each other. There are other, of course, herpes sites out there on Facebook, but this one I've created especially for you. So join me there. See you soon. So I don't want to make this a long story, but I'm going to try to give the short version of what's been going on with me and my guy. I want to kind of set a perspective on things. When me and my guy started dating, um, he, at his job, he's a manager. And the company he works for, the building was going under renovations. And the department that he manages um, for the most part, it was shut down because of renovations. Now, was he still working? Yes, because he's a manager. But he didn't have to manage a lot as far as employees and all this stuff like that because the building for his department um, was going under renovations. So because of this, he had a lot more time to spend with moi. <laughs> which was great because you know we were going through the beginning stages of dating we would get to know each other and having that extra time was amazing like if we wanted to go out to dinner he would just hit me up let's go out to dinner if we wanted to go to a movie hey let's go to a movie want to go to see some jazz it was like oh I heard about this jazz spot let's go listen to some jazz like we were always doing something So now, fast forward to current date, actually, maybe like a month ago, the renovations are completed. You know, he's happy about it because he can get back to business as usual. But for me, I was used to him being so available to me, right? So now that things are business as usual, everyone knows when you're a manager over something, you become extremely busy. And if an employee calls out, you have to find someone to cover. If you can't find someone to cover, then guess who has to cover that employee's responsibility? The manager. So what's been going on here recently is that he's not as available to me and he's been working nonstop because what happened when they were under under renovations they lost some employees. Employees went to where there was work because they weren't working, they weren't making any money. So now he's understaffed. So over the course, I'm gonna say, actually it's been like maybe two, about a month and a half, going on two months. So over the course of this time, I've been trying to be very understanding. I know he's working, I know he's not cheating, but I felt neglected. I mean, many would. I felt neglected. Trying to still be understanding doesn't negate how you're feeling. You know, you feel like, man, I miss this man. And we don't get to spend as much time with each other. So, of course, me and my analytical self and me and my fears started feeling, you know, something is awry. So when I read this horoscope what it went to was the situation at hand between me and my guy that's what I put it on instead of trying to see what else is going on around me because that was so prevalent and I was missing him so much the trust your intuition went to our situation because while I was trying to be understanding The back of my mind is where fear was brewing. And I was thinking to myself, well, maybe he's not working as much. Maybe he is seeing somebody else. Maybe he is ready to be done with me because he can't deal with being with someone who has herpes. Maybe he's just tired of me. Maybe he doesn't want to be with me anymore. All of these fears started brewing in the back of my mind, the forefront of my mind, I'm like, I'm gonna be patient. I'm gonna be understanding. I understand, baby. All of that was going on. I was faking the funk. But in the back of my mind, fear was building. So when it came to the question of trusting your intuition and paying more attention, and that you're not paying attention to your intuition, of course, I went to this area of my life where I was feeling insecure. You see what I'm saying? So that's why I question should you trust your intuition? Now, this is saying that a woman's intuition is never wrong. And most of us women would say that is true, right? (laughs) That we should be able to... That a woman's intuition is never wrong. But is it possible to confuse intuition with something else? That we're actually not listening to our intuition, but we're confusing intuition with something else. So let's define what intuition is. Okay? So intuition is a process that gives us the ability to know something directly without analytic reasoning, bridging the gap between the conscious and the non-conscious parts of our mind, and also between instinct and reason. I'm gonna read that one more time. Intuition is a process that gives us the ability to know something directly without analytic reasoning, bridging the gap between conscious and non-conscious parts of our mind and also between instinct and reason. So the part that I kind of hone in on and take away from this whole definition is this part, that intuition is the ability to know something directly without analytic reasoning. Now, I told you a few minutes ago that I have a tendency to overanalyze or judge something. Specifically, in relationships, what I have the tendency to do when something that, like, say, for instance, if something doesn't go the way I think it should go, I'll overanalyze it. And then I judge. And then I say, well, I'm not going to do this because he didn't do that. I mean, how many of us are guilty of doing that? I'm going to do this to see if he's going to do that. And if he doesn't do that, that means this, that, and the third. We play those scenarios in our mind, but is that intuition? Are we using intuition? I'm going to say that is not intuition. Then what is it, you might ask? I'm glad you asked. (laughs) I feel... That that is not intuition at all, but that is fear and insecurity dictating to us what we should do if something doesn't go the way we thought it should go. Has nothing to do with intuition. Has nothing to do with intuition at all. And what I see after taking a moment to define what intuition is. And this, like I said, is all recent. This has been happening, I just saw this horoscope earlier this week. All the last month and, and a half, I've been dealing with the fears of the back of, in the back of my mind, and it was overcoming me. Even though I was trying to downplay and say, oh, I'm not afraid that he is cheating on me. But in the back of my mind, I was still questioning, is he cheating on me and saying that he's working? You know what I'm saying? We do that. We have a tendency to do that. But what is that? That is self-sabotage. That's what I'm coming to realize. We're allowing the fear of our past to sabotage our present. And for me, I know in my heart of hearts that the man that I am with now is a good man. And that he accepts the part of me that I have a problem accepting, which is the herpes part. I have a hard time, even though I talk to you about this subject every other week now, it's still hard for me to accept. And that was something that um, the pastor was talking about today. And he prayed about it today. And I prayed that I receive what he prayed about. Of course, he didn't name it herpes, but he named it fear. And that's all that herpes is now to to me specifically is fear of not being accepted and fear of being rejected. And what this man does that I'm dating now, what he does is that he accepted. And now I'm afraid of losing it. So what do I do? I sabotage the relationship. Not intentionally. I don't want to lose him. But the fear of losing him is greater than what's really going on in the present. So because I fear losing him, I try to find a reason to let him go. Hmm. Am I the only one that does that? This is not the first time that this has happened. This has happened in previous relationships to me. What I'm now coming to though is the realization of my train of thought, the way I think. This is what needs to be corrected. The way that I think and the way that I accept myself. I have to learn how to accept myself. And I think that I talked about that in the last episode is that he's no longer afraid of me. He said this in a conversation that we had not too long ago. And, um, I don't think I told you you guys this story, but, um, you know, we've been intimate and everything like that. And we had a conversation about being intimate and I asked him, and I think it's because of the last episode that I did. I asked him if he was afraid to have sex with me and I want to know what he's thinking as far as us having intercourse. So I asked him. We're sitting in the car one night after dinner and I asked him, I said, um, are you afraid to have intercourse with me? Are you afraid when we have sex? And he said, no, he said, I don't even think about it. The only time I think about it is when you bring it up. Isn't that crazy? He don't even think about it. That's what he told me. He doesn't even think about it. Only time he thinks about or the only time that he really consciously think about me having herpes is when I bring it up. So he's no longer afraid of me. I'm the one who's afraid of me. I'm the one who is afraid and we carry that fear. Just like with the um young the person who um who emailed me the last time I posted a, a episode. She was saying how she was afraid to give or to have unprotected sex with her husband. Her husband, let me put there, that out there. Somebody who chose to still marry her even though she disclosed to him that she has this virus, chose to sleep with him even though she disclosed to him that she had this virus. He was no longer afraid to be with her, but she was afraid of giving him the virus. So we carry these things with us and our partners don't necessarily even think about it anymore. They're no longer afraid. We're the ones that have this fear. And this fear can be confused with intuition if we're not careful and we can sabotage something great because of fear. That's that's what I'm trying to get to as far as this whole episode. Don't sabotage great thing if you're entering to something great your partner is accepting of your situation and now you have to deal with your own fears don't cast your fears that you have onto your partner and sabotage it thinking that it's intuition and it may not even be have anything to do with herpes I believe that women who don't have the virus or men who don't have the virus still do this in relationships they call fear intuition they say that someone is cheating on them when they have no proof of being cheated on I mean cheated on by this person but because they've been cheated on in the past anything that is resembles cheating they count it as intuition all it really is is fear bottom line so I told this story because I know I'm not the only one that goes through this. Just like I just said, it doesn't even have to deal with herpes. It could be any type of relationship. How many of you can identify with this story? Maybe not the details, but definitely the underlying, underlying meaning of this story. I've talked about my fear a lot in these episodes and I know it's ring up again and I'm, I'm praying. And like I said, my, the, my pastor, it's not really my pastor cause I'm not associated with the church. I just went to this church to visit, but the pastor, um, talked about fear and he prayed about it today. And I want to tell you, I got such a good word from today that, I mean, it just, it just, lets me know that I'm on the right track. So I'm so grateful to God. Now, without being too, um, religious, I do still want to put this out here. Um, in the Bible, second Timothy one and seven, it says that God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and of a sound mind. It's not, he's not giving us a spirit of fear, but of power of love and of a sound mind. So for me, what that says to me, me being a Christian, I should have known that that wasn't intuition. I was confusing intuition with fear because intuition speaks of truth and it gives you peace. It lets you know beyond the shadow of a doubt that something is true and it helps you to find the truth in whatever is going on. That's what intuition is. That's what intuition is. So don't confuse intuition with fear. Okay? That's that's just the bottom line of this episode. Alright, so this episode is, is, is becoming a long one. So I am going to end it here. I hope you got the gist of what this episode meant. And I hope that me re-recording for those who listened to the first episode, can you tell the reason why (laughs) I wanted to re-record it? Can you tell the difference here? It's a little bit more focused, right? (laughs) Let me know what you think. Those five people that I saw that actually listened to the episode before I got a chance to delete it. Let me know how the deleted episode is different from this episode, okay? I want to hear from you. And from all of you who want to hit me up, if you um, have any show ideas or episode ideas, or if you just want to comment about what you heard on this episode or any previous episodes, whether good or bad, you can hit me up at hope at gmail.com. That is Y A H. I-R-A-J-O-N-E-S-H-O-P-E at gmail.com. Don't forget to include H-O-P-E, hope. That is at the end of that email. Um, I know that a lot of people, they tell me they forget that when they try to send me emails. Um, for those who are listening through Anchor, you can press the message button at the bottom of the screen to send me a message that way. And for those who are listening through other streaming platforms, such as Apple, Cast, Spotify, go to my show notes and you should find the link to leave me a message there as well. Um, I want to tell you about what my mom said to me that actually pissed me off, but that is an episode in itself. So, that is going to be the topic of my new episode. Please stay tuned. It is a doozy. Um, But until next time, guys, thank you so much for being patient with me through my technical difficulties, allowing me to speak to you guys now every two weeks instead of every week. Be sure to, however, you get notifications, do that so that you can get the notification when I upload a new episode. Until next time, I'm your host, Jahira Jones. Be safe and God bless.